right, y'all, get ready for another edition of News and Trends with your host, Dave and Lynn. Welcome, welcome, welcome to News and Trends with Dave and Lynn. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Dave Coker with Dave Mark Inc., um, promoter, um, entrepreneur, you can name it. I'm, I'm that guy. The mayor of Wilmington, I've been called everything you want to call me. I'm, I'm there. I'm sitting here with my partner, Mr. Leonard Young. Hey, Len, what's going on, man? Hey, how you doing? This is Leonard Young, CEO of National Black Guide, Black Media specialist and all around good guy dave everything is good no, no complaints well that's that's what i want to hear that's what i want to hear um how, how was your weekend yeah uh, everything was good first off since uh since you were not able to do the show last week i do want to i do want to <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I do want to say you happy black history month that's right that's right yeah yeah, well, yeah it's here. It's almost over now, though, man. <laughs> I know. You know, I was in the same thing. Like, it, it almost feels like it because the beginning is such a, a culmination. And then it's like, OK, after those first couple of days and it's back yeah, to business. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, yeah, my, my, my weekend was good. I think I was telling you my wife's 40th birthday party. So we celebrated with some of her family and friends out in Arizona. And when we first got there, the weather was just as cold here. And then the last day, it was like 70, the day we were leaving to come back. But, you know, everything was good. Glad to be back. COVID-free, you know, in one piece. Did you have any uh, problems with flights or anything? Because uh, I know a lot of flights got canceled because of some of the weather. Yeah. So, you know, luckily, we went out there early enough that we did not have problems. But for some of her family and friends that came out on Thursday, Friday, they, they did have some some problems. Okay. But, yeah. you know, I mean, everything worked out. Everyone made it. Some were just later than others. Okay. All right. Well, that's good. That's good. See, see, guys, see who I deal with. You know, he might be in Delaware one day. The next day he's in Arizona. Then he, he might be in Dubai. So, you know, so when, when, you know, we missed out on the show last week because he was traveling. So, but I'm not going to say anything. So the next time that he travels, I'm gonna have a replacement so we don't miss the show. <laughs> okay, I'm 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 I'm, 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 I'm not mad at that. <laughs> so, but uh, we thank you guys for always um, hanging in with us and tuning in, and we appreciate. We just want you to know we appreciate you. So, if you um, have any comments or anything that you want to add um, while we're talking about our subjects that we're talking about, feel free to do so. Okay. Um, and like, again, you're listening to News and Trends with Dave and Lynn, okay? So, you know, you ready to get this started, man? Um, Let's get it you know, started. We, there's been a lot of, there's been a lot of stuff out there, man. A lot of hot, hot topics and so forth. Um, so I wanted to kind of start this show. I want to name a couple names, um, three to be exact. And... Um, this kind of talks about what these three people kind of have in common with each other. Um, the first name I'm going to uh, mention is uh, Moses Mosley. Um, he was an actor, star of uh, one of the stars of The Walking Dead. Um, 
he was he's he was age 31. That was the first person I wanted to mention. The next person I wanted to mention was Chesley Crisp, former Miss USA, and um, she was a contributor on um, the show Extra, um, age 30. And then Ian Alexander Jr., age 26. Um, he did a lot of things on social media. He was. Uh, uh, on social media, but he is he's kind of famous for being the son of Regina King, the actress Regina King and director Regina King. And he is um, also connected, he's tw age 26, to the other two for the main reason that all three of these people are now um, dead. And they're dead. Uh, all of them have been have been linked to suicide, and it's really unfortunate because you know a lot of it has to do with social media. Um, that seems to be the common backdrop, and some mental illness, um, and dealing with mental situations. Uh, that have brought them into depression and those type of things. So I wanted to take a moment to take a look at these three, and of course there's many other ones as well, and say what can we do to help our young people? Because like I said, the ages are 31, 30, and 26. I have kids, you know, my youngest son is 27, uh, I had two, uh, two other kids that are older than these kids. And, you know, I've seen depression firsthand and I know how, it, you know, I know what it can do. Of course, we went through the Summer Olympics with, you know, Simone Biles having some issues, you know, um, with depression. Of course, uh, um, Naomi Osaka was another one that was having some issues. And it just seems that we have a lot of young people going through things, you know, like when you look at Chesley Chris, she jumped from a 29 story building to her death. And this was a, I know you, I don't know, you've seen her, you know, she's a beautiful, she was a beautiful girl and looked like she had a lot going for her. She was on extra. She was, you know, she had won the Miss USA, um, title and you know then you look at some of these other people um mostly um was you know a very popular popular person on the walking dead um and he's been in some other shows as well um regina king's son also was a you know a very well liked and popular guy and it was just um it's just a shame to see that these kids have come to where they are, um, you know, in, in not being able to cope with things and not being able to, to um, handle everyday life. Like I said, a lot of it has to do with social media, um, dealing with, you know, how people see them, how people could treat, I'm um, sorry, critique them. And it's, you know, it's 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 just sad. It really is. I'm I want to get your thoughts on this. Tell me about it. 
Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I, I definitely agree. It, it is very sad. And, you know, I think one of the things about, <clears throat> you know, when we hear about the suicide deaths, a lot of times it's surprising. So, you know, just naming the, the people we spoke about from the outside, when you look at them, they all look like they potentially would have very successful lives or are connected to success. And, you know, I think, you know, it's just one of the things, you know, even with the, um, you know, Chesley, you know, what does it take to jump out of a building, you know, like 29th floor, like, you know, what, you know, what, what is she going through? You know, like, who is she able to talk to? Or, you know, who is she not able to talk to? And, you know, just when I think about social media, and I was just looking at some stats, and they're just talking about how suicide has risen. Um, and I won't say exponentially, but it, you know, it is definitely been a rising factor. A lot of people are uh, contributing to social media, which, you know, I can understand, but, you know, kind of like, okay, what, what makes someone feel a certain way? And then what makes, you know, people want to take action? So, um, I mean, it, it is a tough question, you know, kind of like you said, you know, they're the ages of your children. But, you know, there's also a lot of teenagers committing suicide as well. And, you know, they're the ages of my children. So, you know, right, I mean, it's, it's right. definitely concerning. Um, the one thing that I think right off the bat, you know, we see it on social media all the time is, you know, I think looking at social media, that can show you the life that you're not living. You know, there's a certain life you want to live. And if you don't feel like you're living that life, you know, a lot of people feel less than. And I think that's why we have all these people trying to be something they're not because they really aspire to be. But then on the flip side, and I'm sure it wasn't happening for any of the first three people that we spoke about, but, you know, cyberbullying, you know, Internet intimidation. And those are probably more for like the, the younger people. But. Um, I mean, you know, it's definitely challenging, you know, and, and I know, Dave, you kind of work in that counseling field, you know, kind of like what what gives certain people the um, the abilities to cope with situations and I guess certain people who are just not able to cope. Well, with this new with with social media being what it is now and and having such a strong hold over everyone um, because you can get pretty much anything that you want right by just touching a button or touching a screen you know and when you are high meaning if you're if, if you're on top of the world you know you're getting great praise you're getting great um, reviews, you're getting great um, um, things written about you all the time or whatever, talking about maybe how you look or maybe how great of an actor you've been or or just being able to be an influencer on social media. All of that is great. But then you also have to deal with the pressure of being able to uh, sustain it Right. For a long period of time. OK. Right. Because, you know, let's face it. Everybody wants to be the Kardashians. <laughs> they do. You know, and think about it. Everybody wants to be the Kardashians. When you turn on, when you go to Instagram or one of these other pages or whatever, 
everybody is basically trying to intimate i mean you know imitate those girls and and you know be able to live the type of life that they're living by hooking a baller or whatever the case may be it only takes one moment for you to be on you you know to put some post something on social media somebody that might be you know a sports figure or a celebrity or whatever catches a glimpse and you know of course slides into the dm whatever the case may be and all of a sudden your life can change forever yeah okay you know what i'm saying you know but then the same thing could happen where that same person may move on to the next and then your life changes again you know and, and now you're you know you might have, and people might find out about it, and then all of a sudden you're completely in the opposite place, you know, right. uh, uh, or in a, uh, what's, the, what's the phrase, in a sunken place. You in know what I'm place, saying, yeah. right? Yeah, in a sunken place. <laughs> so, get out. Yeah, get out, get out, get out. So, and that's, that's, the, that's the issue that we find a lot of people in. Now, with some of these people, you know, with, you know, as far as the, counseling side of it um a lot of these young people just want to be heard and a lot of times they're not you know they're not heard they're you know they're taken for granted um they are there's things that are expected of them but they are not being heard about the things that they want or the things they feel about or uh you know that they really truly feel passionate about or whatever you know you figure one of these you know this has been going on for years think about being a child tv star or a child movie star right and And then you're making that transition yeah and you're, you're growing up on tv as you're getting taller or bigger, whatever the case may be, you lose your appeal because you're not that cute kid anymore. You know what I'm saying? So now you got to deal with not being able to be that cute kid or be that kid that everybody is used to seeing because you've gotten bigger, you've gotten taller, or whatever the case may be. And now everybody is saying, oh, time to move on from that person. We had the cl- the classic person, well, my lifetime and, you know, even during your lifetime, look at how many Michael Jacksons we saw. Meaning he was one person, but he was many Michaels. Right. We saw Michael the kid, you know, when they first started. Then we saw Michael the young adult who was dealing with a lot of uh, – emotional stress and so forth because as he was getting older he wasn't that cute kid anymore and and everybody he you know he was worried about his appearance and all of that kind of stuff you know then we saw michael start to change morph into somebody else because of his skin color you know and he wanted he kept changing his looks and everything so we saw many michaels but there was, but even with all the Michaels, we knew there was one Michael that was inside of all of those Michaels that was trying 
to avoid the hurt that he was feeling because he just could not escape who he was. You know, um, it's a sad story when you think about it. And this was before social media. Imagine Michael had to go through all that he went through today. Yeah. No, I mean, I I definitely agree. Um, You know, I think another big factor is, I mean, I I will say, I think money is a big factor too. Like we don't know everyone's finances, but, you know, definitely a lot of people can feel helpless. And, you know, so just now I know we've talked about some actors and, you know, celebrities. I'm not sure if you heard the story as well about two weeks ago, the mayor of Highsville, Maryland, also committed suicide, um, shot himself, um, committed suicide. And, you know, that's the active mayor. And then I was just kind of scrolling down at, at the list of some other, let's say, Black Americans. Um, Chris Lighty, the record executive. I, I did yeah, not know yeah, that. Yeah. Um, gunshot. Yeah, wound. I did see that. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, Don Cornelius. I, I think I did hear it, but I just forgot. But that was in 2012. But, you know, I, I definitely agree. You know, I think some people can't handle not being in the spotlight, not being what they used to be. Um, now, as far as the three people we talked about, you know, I am curious what pressure they had. I know they did say for um, Chesley that she did leave a note for her mom regarding, you right. know, like what to do with her belongings. So, and you know, supposedly Regina King's son also left. A note OK, too. so he also left a note, too. OK. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, now, I, I, I think it just makes it hard because we never know what other people are going through. And, you know, like, like I always think about. Um, when people are depressed or going through stuff and people come, oh, well, you know, you should have reached out to me. But it's like people who are going through issues can't always reach out, you know, and I think a lot of people. Like or they don't point. want to or they don't yeah. want to either. Right. I mean, you know, because right. they don't want to put their stuff out there like that, you know, yeah. about what's going on in their life. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a tough world that we're living in now. Very tough. It's, it's easy to be judged yep. and, and people are quick to judge. And, you know, we're in a cancel uh, culture right now. You know, you can get canceled real quick right now. And, you know, one moment you, you know, uh, they all up on me, like Mike Jones said, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and then, you know, but back then they didn't know, they didn't know me, you know, that it can happen, you know? So yeah. you got to look at, um, it, it, it just struck me, the reason I wanted to talk about this, it just kind of struck me, it's sad, it's a shame uh, that, we lose, that we're losing young people like this. And it's not just young people either, because everybody, you know, we've, like you just named some people that were uh, a myriad of different ages. And, you know, um, it's, when people get to that point, like you said earlier, what would make a person feel so bad right that they would step off a 29 uh a 29 story building i mean david i can say if i were to i need mine to be quick and painless like mine would have to be something like i i just want to die in my sleep i don't want to i would i couldn't shoot myself i'm not jumping out of a building i'm not you know so i mean it, it definitely is concerning and i mean you know, we always talk about uh, or we always hear about black people and mental health. And, you know, I think it's definitely something that we need to 
take more seriously for ourselves and the people we love. I agree. I agree. And um, folks, if you are listening and, you, you know, you can always feel free to um, put some comments out there in reference to the subjects that we're talking about. Um, you know, you're listening to News and Trends with Dave and Lynn. Um, but we we just want we just want to keep want you people just to keep in mind, especially those of you that have young children or um, young adults that that or your children or whatever. And anytime that somebody says that, you know, that they're going through something and you don't take the time to listen, think about these people that we're just talking about. Maybe somebody didn't take the time to listen to them. Um, or if you hear, you know, you hear, um, you kind of watch your child change, you know, the, all, you know, the one, at one time they were happy go lucky and all of a sudden they're quiet or, and they, they seem withdrawn and they're not doing a lot of talking. You know, those are telltale signs that something's going on. Now, of course, the trick is to be able to get it out of them as to what may be going on. But normally those are telltale signs. Anytime a, person, a child starts to dress differently, way different than what you're used to seeing them um, dress, that's usually because somebody they're paying attention to somebody else or whatever the case may be. And you smiled, you know what I'm talking about because you see that happen on a regular basis. Um, you know, and of course with all of the, the influencing that's being done these days, you know, uh, these kids are usually trying to follow in the footsteps of somebody else and it's not good. You know, it really yeah. isn't. In fact, Dave, can, <clears throat> if I could tell you a story real quick that I just thought was, and, you know, thank God they didn't have cell phone while we were in school. Um, my daughter came home one day from school and she was like, oh, there was a fight um, or, you know, something like that. And I was like, oh, you know, there was a fight at your school. And she's like, no, it was at another school, but somebody sent it to us. And, you know, I guess it, it went throughout two schools, probably more. So she shows me the video. And, you know, I think it's a different perspective. Like when you're a kid, I don't know, maybe you like to see fights and you're like, go, go, go. But there was this black girl who was beating up this other black girl. And like, it was just, it was not funny. You know, it was, it was depressing, but it's just a shame that now a fight can happen in one school and that video can go to all the schools throughout the county, you know, like just how fast yeah. it spreads and, um, you know, so if you're embarrassed that, you know, you got beat up at a school of 200, now it's all across the state, you know, now, oh, yeah. you know, you know, people, you know, at all other schools are seeing it. So, um, it there, used to there, be, there's a lot of pressure. Fight, it used to be, if you had a fight in one school, especially when I was coming up, you had a fight with a kid in the school and you knew you were going to continue to have problems with that kid or maybe their friends or family, you just changed school. You yeah. just leave that school, go to another school, you know, because, you know, just tell your parents, hey, look, I don't want to go to that school because I'm going to have this issue. It's going to keep coming up and I got to deal with it. You know, even though they, you know, might give you advice on what to do, you have to deal with it. But it used to be that you can move to another school and just start all over again. Right. You can't do that. Now. Yeah. Not no more. You can't do that because your rep, everything follows you. Yeah. 
Um, and and, and kind of like, kind of like they say, like what goes on social media can be up there forever. You know, you can be, ever, a, you can be a forever. grown man and someone pull up that video, or you go to your high school reunion. That you know, I mean, ain't no telling what people say. Well, we hear every, we hear all the time about people pulling up stuff from 16, 17, 20 yes. years ago, and whatever the case may be that somebody might have said or did. You know, and and here we are. You know, so it's 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 sad. Like I said, it's, it it really is. But I just wanted to bring some attention to it. And people, you know, if you know young people or you you have young people in your household or your children or whatever, nieces, nephews, it doesn't matter. And you see something that just seems odd or look like they're changing something that they've been doing. Pay attention, you know, see if you can talk to that person or, or maybe see if you can get some help, you know, the proper help or whatever the case may be, because normally the, What's so funny is there are signs. We just choose to not pay attention to them all the time. Yeah. Or, I mean, in, in people's defense, we don't recognize them. You know, so right. it's kind of like yeah. if I if I have a good friend and I haven't talked to them in a while and I call and they're not answering, you know, people's first reaction is to kind of be uh, offensed. Like, oh, why are they not calling me back instead of, you know, okay, maybe something's going on. Maybe something's wrong. Like, uh, you know, we just quick note, we always hear about people um, who are lucky enough to have people they speak to every day in a close, close, and they don't hear from somebody in a day or two, like they're knocking on their, their door, they're calling the police, you know, so. Yeah, well, I'll tell you something real quick, real real quick. Uh, I uh, This happened about four or five years ago. I, a guy that I came up with, we known each other, we grew up in the same neighborhood or whatever the case um, may be, we were in the same neighborhood. Um, and over the years, we've always run into each other. We went to the same schools and whatever. We always would run into each other. And he would always call me by my last name because back then a lot of people called me Coker. So, and he'd say, hey, Coker, you know, every time I see him, what's going on? How you doing? The last time I saw him, he called me David. And I just thought it was so odd that he did that. And... I just remember, you know, he said, hey, David, how you doing? And so forth. And he shook my hand. And I just remember kind of pausing because I was saying, he just called me David. Because it was obvious to me that he did it because he's never called me that, right. you know. Two weeks later, he was dead. He took his own life. Mm. Sorry to hear that. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so... I, I was kind of I was kind of bummed out with myself for a little bit because I was like I knew something was different because he called me just that little sign of him calling me David and it made me feel like something was going on right but I never picked up the phone I never I had his number and everything never picked up the phone never said another word I never saw him again after that until you know I you know somebody said did you hear his name was Frank. Did you hear about Frank? And I was like, no, what, what happened to Frank? They said, well, they said he shot himself. And I was like, what? And that's when I thought about that exchange that we had. Right. So these are the type of little things that now he must have been going through something. I'm telling you, Leonard, he would have never called me David. Never. I've never heard him say that name. You know, so it, it, 
just pay attention, people, you know, and I, you know, I wanted to bring this up. We just need to pay attention to the people that are around us, especially our loved ones. Okay. So you got anything to add there before we move on? No, I mean, I, you know, I just think, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, definitely try to pay attention. And if you need help or you know someone who needs help, you know, try to get it for yourself or for them. I, I agree. Yeah, no, I agree. Definitely pay attention and try to be as supportive and, and helpful as possible. Yes, definitely. Okay, let's let's, let's keep it moving then. Yep, so uh, the, the next thing, and uh, you know, I'm sure Dave, I, <laughs> I know we talked about all the controversy. Uh, we'll, we'll lighten up <laughs> the mood a little bit. But, you know, we, you know, the whole Joe Rogan, um, you know, with the N-word and Spotify and then, um, I was telling you today that uh, Andrew Yang came to the uh, politician, formal presidential candidate, came to Joe Rogan's defense and said, you know, Joe Rogan's not racist. You know, he works with a lot of black people. So, you know, he can't be racist. So you know, you know, we always hear that like, OK, well, I'm not racist because I got black friends. But, you know, so I, there was a lot of controversy. And um so when I heard about, so I actually saw both of the videos. Um, I saw the compilation video of him saying the N-word. I guess, I don't know if it was 70 times, but, um, you know, it, he was definitely saying it. Different outfits, different backgrounds. So, you know, it wasn't all in one show. And then I heard his apology video, too. And, you know, I mean, he even started out the apology video saying that there's no excuse for saying it, which, you know, we already know. But, you know, I, I just think it's wild. And I just want to tie in before I pass it on over. But, you know, uh, recently the uh, actress Aquafina was nominated for a NCAA, um, NC, N, a, oh, I'm getting, I'm getting all these terms, NCAAP. I'm, I'm butchering no, no, that No, no, no. Wait, what color are you, man? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. I know. NAACP, man. NAACP. Yes, NAACP. <laughs> so she was nominated for a um, an image award for a voiceover of a um, a movie character, and you know people were really getting on her ass about you know why she nominated. She made her living off of imitating, mocking, and impersonating you know black people, quote unquote, black scent, the black accent. So, I mean, they, they just kind of been coming all over the place. Um, but, you know, like I can say, um, you know, I don't I don't think any non-black people using the N-word at any time is, you know, acceptable. And, you know, even even if, you know, black people are using the N-word in music, you know, it's, it's almost like one of those things you'll be at the club or a restaurant and they're playing songs and you know, right when they're about to say the N-word, you look at some white people and say, okay, like, you you know, you, you, your mouth better not move during this part. But, um, you know, I mean, we are in a time where the, the N-word is definitely rampant. But, you know, there are a lot of people, you know, making money off the backs, backs of Black people, and we're not getting any reparations for it. Ooh. You said a lot there, guys. Yeah, that, that, that <laughs> was a lot. Oh, so, you know, I do also want to preface, uh, you know, Aquafina said that she's been getting death threats and mm -hmm. she is leaving Twitter and 
uh, because I guess Twitter is the most, her most ridiculed platform. And now she's just going to be on uh, whatever her other platforms are. Um, it, you know, it, it's just interesting because Rogan, Joe Rogan's always been an interesting character. Um, I go back to his days as the host of Fear Factor. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and, you know, I, I, I guess fear is still not a factor for him at this point, but it will be if he keeps going the way he's going. But um, then, you know, of course, he was big in the, uh, um, the uh, what you call him, UFC. Um, you know, he's big friends. He's big time with, uh, you know, uh, Dana White. What's his name? Dana, Dana White. Yeah. So you just got to be, you know, Howard Stern for years made a living being what they call the shock job and just saying crazy stuff and doing crazy stuff and, you know, stretching the boundaries as far as he could and the limits as far as he could by, you know, and he degraded a lot of black people and a yes. lot of other people, you oh, know. And, and, well, and, and, in fact, how, Howard Stern equally degraded all people of color and ethnicities. Yeah, he did. He did. And, 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 and he got away with it for years. But, you know, he, Howard Stern got smart as times were changing. And he kind of changed a lot of the stuff that he was doing because he knew that he wasn't going to get away with a lot of it nowadays. And you got to be smart about these things, you know, because people are going to find out. People are going to find your mess. No, no, no matter how tidy your house might be, I'm sure they're going to find your mess because there's going to be those those one spot, those spots in your house that people are going to look in and that's where all the stuff is. You know what I'm saying? You know, in a metaphoric way. Um, we fact, Dave, let, to... let, let me ask you a question real quick. Go ahead. Okay. Why do you think they're coming for Joe Rogan and not Howard Stern? And because because... I mean, you, you kind of brought up a good point. And like, okay, Howard Stern has been doing it. And I mean, he, he's still on the air now, right? I believe. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Yeah. But Howard also is Jewish. Okay. And if you look at it, Jewish people always seem to get a, a, a pass because of <laughs> what they've been through. Right. If you, if you think about it, am I right or am I wrong? Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, you remember when Kanye yeah, said the thing about the Jewish thing and he had to pull, yeah. pull all that statement back. Yeah, yeah, they 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 sort of get a pass sometimes because of who they who they are and all the struggle that they had to go through during the Holocaust and all of that stuff. And so, you know, Larry David, I love Larry David. <laughs> you ever watch Larry David? Oh, all the time, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Your enthusiasm. Big, big fan. Yeah, but some of the stuff that he does. But people love Larry David. But what Jewish people have always done 
if you ever look at the guys that are most popular doing there's always a black person with them. Not, not know, Seinfeld. It's how, but it's how, oh, yeah, Seinfeld, yeah, but he got a lot of flack for that. And that was Larry yeah. Davis' show. Yeah. But they got a lot of flack for that because Seinfeld didn't have black on it. Well, they had one guy on there that had a recurring role, a small recurring role, but mm-hmm. not like, not like uh jb like, smooth yeah Leon not like character that. you know you know so um but if you look at a lot of the history with jewish people there's a black around somewhere you know because they they're smart that way they say hey look look who look who's with me because howard stern always had robin quivers with her oh yeah with he did. He did. yeah always she would sit there laugh at everything that he said right you know but that say, was his task it, it almost it also made me think real quick of um uh Richard Pryor and Gene Wilder because you know they did a lot of movies. Yeah. Gene Wilder was uh, Jewish, right? Yep, he sure was. Think about it. You know, now that movie wasn't you know uh, Richard Pryor, those movies that him and Richard did together. They were great movies. They were funny together, and you know, they you know those two were best friends too. They really were very close. You know and. When Richard Pryor died, they said that Gene Wilder, who had become a recluse, you know, later on in life, cried like a baby, you know, but they were, you know, but they talked about each other left and right, you know, George Carlin was another guy that Richard Pryor was close to. George Carlin said, you know, he was a funny guy, you know, and they would say stuff about each other. It's just really crazy because some people get past and some people don't. They do. Joe Rogan hasn't put in enough time to be saying anything like what he said. Okay. As far as hanging, talking to us, you know, we've made a mistake. We've made a mistake. You know, when we put these music, when we put the music out that we do, we do some of these movies that we do. And we fill them with the stuff that we do. Then we dare people to say something. Yeah. You know, you're going to get that reaction. You know, who was buying? I know when NWA came out, you know who was buying all their records? All, all the white kids. Exactly. Exactly. They made tons of money for awful white kids. When you went to their concert, there was a bunch of white kids there. You know? So, it's just, it's, I don't know. It's, it's always going to be the same. It's not going to change. But you just got to be smart about it. You know, when you look at Aquafina, when you look at Joe Rogan, um, Howard Stern, we can throw in there. You know, there's a lot of people that's going to say stuff that we're not going to like. You know, we get, we, we, Dave Chappelle is one of the most brilliant comedians I've ever seen in my life. Smart guy. Dave Chappelle, they talked about Dave Chappelle. I was listening to a radio show the other day. They talked about Dave Chappelle when he was on Saturday Night Live a couple years ago. He goes on Saturday Night Live, does a 15-minute monologue, smoking a cigarette. Who does that? He's not even supposed to be smoking in that building. But Dave Chappelle smoked a cigarette 
coldest joke. Nobody said anything about the cigarette. Right. Because it's Dave Chappelle. And, but let me or you go up there and do it. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's going to be a problem. Right. You know, so it all depends on certain people can get away with it. Yeah. Certain and, you know, I can. almost compare that to Snoop Dogg because I'm sure he brings his joints with him wherever he goes and he's smoking Snoop, at places. Snoop, he doesn't hide it. He no, he does not. He, he, look, you you hanging around? If you gonna hang around soup, you gonna smell. You gonna right. you gonna smell it. Yeah, I you mean, know, you, you I'm gonna, gonna smoke say, it. You, or you, you gonna smell it. You might more than smell it. You gotta get high from it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, but Snoop is smart. Snoop said, "Hey, look, this is what I do." So, and Snoop's one of the most popular and beloved rappers ever. He is. He is. He is. I mean, you know. You know the boy has commercials. He's had, you know, everything. He, he, he pops. He he's hanging out with Martha Stewart. Come on now, Dave. Snoop Dogg is also uh, hosting little segments of the Olympics. I mean, it, it's crazy. <laughs> I know. Well, remember last year he he read the names for the for the Oscar nominees last year. And, and he, he, could, he, he was saying half of them wrong. <laughs> and and he was the host for the uh, Mike Tyson. Um, <laughs> Roy Jones Jr. I know, fight. I know, I know. And, and so, he, was a, he was the best host out there. You know, he was the most. That's, that's what I'm saying? Look, yeah, it's crazy. Look, yeah, it, it, it is crazy. But that's what happens when you are, when you are accepted, you're accepted. But when you, you find out real quickly, when you're not, you're not. People have, did you hear about Indiari pulling all her uh, music um, profile and everything off, all her um, um, catalog off of um, Spotify, Spotify because yes. of Joe Rogan? I did. And other other uh, performers have done it too. Yeah. You know. So, you know, so when you are um when you're a, a polarizing figure and you say something wrong, people aren't going to let you forget it. You know, unless you have put in the work. People have seen you like a snoop. <laughs> you know, people see you we know what to expect from Snoop. Right. Everybody knows. Anybody who's paid attention to Snoop knows what to expect from Snoop. Okay? Everybody knows what to expect from Dave Chappelle. Okay? Dave Chappelle, doesn't, you know, he's going to say something crazy, whatever the case may be. He's going to do what he does. Joe Rogan, you're not either one of those guys. Aquafina, you're not one of those guys. So you have to be more responsible and what you're saying, or you're going to have the issues that you're having now. You know, and Twitter, you know, Twitter's quick to cancel. Yeah, it is. Vicious. <laughs> yeah, they Vicious. do not play. And, you know, Twitter is a little bit different. So I, I, I just leave Facebook out of it because Facebook is, you know, more, a different type of platform. But, yeah, you, it know, is. you know, Instagram is, okay, people commenting. Twitter comments are building on, like, I don't like, they just build on each other. So it's almost, you know, somebody's comments can go viral bashing, you know, whoever that person is. So, I mean, it's, it's crazy. But, but what's so funny, Twitter is so bad that you don't even have to make a, a comment. All you got to do is put a, a, one simple emoji on there. Yes. And that could, yep. that could blow up so big. <laughs> no, it's the craziest thing, you know? I mean... I've never seen anything like it, like Twitter. 
it, it just makes no sense to me how how quickly and and it's not just normal people it's it's big time celebrities that chime in on a regular basis and say what they have to say right or not say what they have to say they'll put a picture or whatever the case may be you know and that's it you know so but it is what it is. I guess we'll be we'll we'll be following this story just to see what happens and see what goes on with with this and how far things will go. Now, of course, everybody's calling for him to be kicked off of Spotify right. and so forth and so forth. But Spotify don't seem to be budging on it. Yeah, I mean, I've heard no because com- he has the top. He has them. one of the top rated shows on there. That's why. But did did he have a top rated? show before the controversy too because oh no you know, his show was all, he had a top rated show prior. <laughs> okay but of course of course now you know he's getting he he got even hotter because of course everybody's waiting to see what he's gonna say right right yeah i mean yeah. It, it, no but he was, he was popular because yeah. i mean like think, think of all the people who have been canceled because of the stuff they said years ago and okay he, he's still here his show's still on spotify no talks to canceling them and I mean, the only way I could think for them to cancel him would be if those sponsors started pulling out. And that's the thing. When they start losing money, that's when they usually get rid of people. But yeah. you heard about that? Uh, you heard about the, uh, who was that? The announcer the other day that was talking about the, the golf announcer the other day that was talking about how he would rather shoot himself in the head than watch the WNBA basketball game. Wow. A woman's did you didn't see that the other day? No, I didn't. They fired him right away. Wow. What what was he a sports announcer or was he just a news? No, cast? he was a golf he was a golf announcer. He was uh, a golf he was he had, he was on his he had um a a radio or podcast, you know, and he said this and he just kept going on and on about how he hated women's basketball and he couldn't watch it and so forth. He thought the product was terrible and he said I would rather take a gun and shoot myself in the head to watch the WNBA basketball game. Wow. All right. Well, and just they for jumped any, on him so fast. Just, just for anyone listening, news and trends with Dave and Lynn loves the WNBA. Bring, bring all that sponsorship money over here. We have, some, <laughs> we, we have some segments available. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Well, don't worry. I, look, I'm a big WNBA fan. So, you know, I'll tell you in a moment, I go to the games and everything. So, um, for him to even say something like that, where golf is one of those games, one of those games that you can be bored half to death, yeah. you know, if you want to talk about a WNBA basketball game. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of it had to do with, you know, and he didn't say it, but there was, you could tell there was some racial overtones there because right. he didn't want to watch a bunch of black women playing ball, you know, so, but yeah, this is where we are, man. So, but anyway. Um, like they, like Lynn said, you listen to the news and trends with Dave and Lynn. And we and, love the uh, WNBA. Yeah, we love the WNBA and and anything else that has to do with um, women. <laughs> we'll put it that way. So yeah. you ain't going to hear anything bad about uh, from us. So um, matter of fact, did you hear about Dennis Rodman's daughter? Yeah, highest paid. Yeah, in the soccer, um, in, in the number one player in the in the professional soccer women's soccer league, yeah, and I was that, like, wow, yeah, that's that's it. She went from and, and get this, she's the highest paid, but she went from making like forty two thousand to two hundred sixty eight thousand now. 
Cha-ching, ching. <laughs> yeah, so. They, they, you we, know. We, we, we need to get our sound effects back. I, I was trying to see there's a way we could do little sound effects on here, but we, we have to keep on learning. Yeah, well, don't, don't worry. Look, when the money pours in, we'll be making sound effects. Okay. <laughs> we'll yep. be we'll be we'll be going to the bank anyway uh let's move on to our next story and of course if you guys ever you know anytime you want to comment you can always feel free to comment okay um let's see well staying on you know we're in black history month um so um ironically there was a big thing that happened last week we didn't we didn't get a chance to talk about it last week um I won't mention again why, but um, we didn't get a chance Dave, to talk Dave, about it. Um, it's because huh? it was it was a bye week. That's why. Oh, okay. It was a bye week <laughs> for us. Okay. Anyway, um, there was a big class action lawsuit that was filed against the National Football League um, by a former fo- uh, football coach that happens to be African-American named Brian Flores. Uh, he used to be the coach of the Miami Dolphins until this year, and, and he was relieved of his duties, or I was putting that nice, he was fired. And after leading the Dolphins to a pretty decent record this year, um, and Brian Flores is a very good coach. I, I really like him as a coach. But he decided on February 1st, <laughs> the first day of Black History Month, to file a class action lawsuit against the NFL for their lack of hiring minorities in the head coaching um, positions, GM positions, and some of the coordinator positions in the NFL. For those of you that don't know, as of right now, uh, well, at the time of the, I'm going to say at the time of the actual class action lawsuit filing, there was one black coach in the NFL. And he's been in his position for a long time. And that's uh, Mike Tomlin of the Pittsburgh Steelers. We have about four or five, five, yeah, I think it's five um, coordinators who are assistant coaches. Um, who are all head coach material that can't seem to get a job in the NFL. Okay. You know, for some reason or another, they keep blocking them out. We had one in Philadelphia for years named Deuce Staley that was, should have been the Eagles coach this year, but because the management decided not to hire him, he left Philadelphia and went to Detroit um, to be the, the, uh, assistant coach in Detroit, um, offensive coach in Detroit. But he's also another one that should be a head coach. He's put in his work, he's put in his time and everything. Now, there was nine open positions for nine um, teams that had lost, had fired their coaches, and there were open positions. So far, five, five, no, six now. Six of those positions have been filled. Guess how many of them are black, uh, have been filled by black coaches? Zero. Well, uh, up until last well, night, it was zero. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and what was so weird about last night was 
the guy that was hired by the Houston Texans, um, Lovey Smith, who used to be the Chicago Bears coach, he was their offense. I mean, their defensive coordinator. He wasn't even in the running for the job. He was. There was three white finalists. He wasn't in the, in the running for the job, and all of a sudden he got the job. We we know why that happened because of this class law, this class action lawsuit, because right. they basically had something in place called the Rooney rules. The Rooney the Rooney rules was put in place back about twenty years ago, and it was done by the owner of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Ironically, the owner of the only team that has a black coach, <laughs> you know, so who put in sort of like an affirmative action type program that any time a position was open for a head coaching job or uh, one of the assistant coaches jobs or even a general manager's job that they had to they had to um, interview at least one minority candidate for that position. Well, you would figure in 20 years, we should at least had at least a third of the coaches in the league right. be black. But we just got one black head coach. So this has been a big issue. So now this Brian Flores that, that filed the lawsuit, he basically has Kaepernicked himself. <laughs> That's what they're calling it. He has Kaepernicked himself because basically – he has sacrificed himself to try to make change for others that are coming because he knows that there's a great possibility unless somebody's brave enough to, to break the ranks of the billionaire owners that are out there in the NFL. But he basically has said to himself, I'm never going to get a job in this league again because I brought this lawsuit. So Plus he caught... What do you Go think ahead. his what do you think his chances are of winning a lawsuit and getting some type of settlement? Right now it's pretty good. That's why they hurried up and hired that lovey they put that lovey Smith in that position last night because he has he has a legitimate right. There's a lot of people that believe that the NFL has done exactly what they've done, which what he said they've done. Um plus he has proof. You know, do, do you think that actually, the NFL put pressure on Houston to hire a black coach, which kind of takes pressure off the lawsuit? I, I'm sure be, be, that's be, what happened. Because, because you just I'm said sure they kind of handed the guy, it to him. So. But think about it. The guy that they hired was an established coach. He actually went to the Super Bowl and everything. So the guy is an established coach. He was sitting there on his staff. That guy wasn't even looking to get the job. So they probably went to him and said, hey, Lovey, we're going we're gonna to offer you this position. Why don't you take it? You know, so we can have at least one guy, you know, get one of these positions. I'm sure that's what they did. But I wonder how Lovey Smith feels about it, taking that position. Now, and whether he had a conversation with Brian Flores and to see how Brian Flores felt about it. You know, um, see, one of the things that Flores that makes his lawsuit so powerful is that he has proof. He has backing from other coaches. You know, you know, Bill Belichick is the coach of the, of the Patriots, right? He had there was a job that 
um, Flores had applied for prior to getting a job with the Dolphins. Um, I mean, uh, after he got fired from the Dolphins, uh, um, he was uh, trying to get the New York Giants job. So he applied, and another guy by the name of Brian Daybolt, who was the uh, who was a um, uh, assistant coach, um, also applied. Well, Bill Belichick was told by somebody in the Giants organization that Brian got Brian Daybolt got the job. So Belichick gets on the phone, texts who he thought was Brian Daybolt to say congratulations on getting the job. Now, this is almost three weeks before the announcement was made. Guess who hadn't been interviewed yet? Are you serious? Brian Flores hadn't been interviewed yet. Wow. Belichick texted Brian Flores thinking it was Brian Dable and said, congratulations, you got the job. And Brian said, I haven't had an interview yet. You sure you got the right Brian? Oh, I, and that's when Belichick <laughs> realized that. So, so he was probably kicking himself in this? the butt. Yeah. 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 So he got one of the biggest fish in the net. And of course, this whole exchange and the text messages are in the lawsuit. Wow. Okay. So, 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 so basically, Brian said, pay me my money, run me my money. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You know, so. This is what I'm saying. He has basically made himself a sacrificial lamb because he knows that by the time this thing is over, it's going to get ugly. It's going to get ugly. By the time this thing is over, he'll probably never get a job in the in the, in the NFL again. Like Colin Kaepernick. Right. So, but we got to keep an eye on this story. It's going to be interesting what happens now. There's still a couple positions still open. Let's see how many black guys end up in those positions. Will the NFL try to save face and hire these guys? Or will they still play hardball and put in a bunch of inexperience? Because two of the guys that was for the Houston Texan job that Lovey Smith got, two of those guys had never been a head coach before. But they were two guys who were three of the three finalists. And one guy who had been a head coach wasn't even considered for the job, which was Brian Flores. Crazy. Well, with, with yeah, the NFL's so. history after Kaepernick, when we thought that, um, so you know, it's crazy how they uh, demonized Kaepernick for kneeling and you know, kind of being vocal. And then two or three years later, now they're playing uh, the black uh, the black anthem. At some of the games, yeah, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything, everything. Well, you know, did you ever see the uh, document that that movie they did about Kaepernick? No, I, I need to watch it. You need to watch it. There's a scene in the very beginning where he talks about the owners of the NFL being plantation o- um, owners, okay, like you know, back on the plantations where they would sit in the big house and watch the people work the fields and everything. He made an analogy that was so deep to how the owners of the NFL are because they sit up in their sky boxes, yeah. sky boxes and watch the players work the field. Same analogy. And they're billionaires. 
So keep an eye on this story. I'm telling you, it's not going away. So I, I, I just wanted to make sure that people were aware of that story. Speaking of football, of course, this weekend, we got the Super Bowl. And we got the uh, Cincinnati Bengals going against the Los Angeles Rams. Um, <laughs> I think it's another NFL type fix because I'm going to tell you why. They got the Rams playing in LA at home, basically, against Cincinnati. I don't know if you saw. There's a there's a there's a um, site you can go to to see how much the seat the seats are for I, this game. I, I saw it. Did you see it? Yes. Wasn't that ridiculous? You know, actually, I thought it was going to be more, though. So, I mean, like, you know, I, I don't check the prices every year, but at, at least the three to $5,000 tickets, okay, I, I can kind of understand that. I mean, it's a Super Bowl. But yeah, the 15 but, but and the... the... I saw, what, there was some seats that were over $30,000. Were they over thirty? Let, let me see if I can pull it up while we talk as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was it, it was crazy when you're looking at the seats. Now, I, I get it. I, this is a big game. It is L.A. You know, everybody's going to be there. And, of course, we got the – what's probably going to be the best halftime show that we've ever seen in our lives because the star power is just crazy for this halftime show. It is. You know, did you, were you able to pull it up? Um, so, I'm, so I don't see the one I saw before. I'm trying to see if I see oh, the one know. that I saw okay. before that had the prices. I have to yeah. – um, but anyway, while you're looking, but for those that don't know, the halftime show, Mary J. Blige. Uh, we got Snoop Dogg. After here we are, Snoop again. <laughs> you know, Snoop. You know, Snoop's everywhere. Right. We West got. Coast. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, that's his, that's his land over there. We got Slim Shady himself. You know, he he's gonna be there. We got um 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 Mary J. Blige. Um. Uh, we got um, Kendrick Lamar. Come on, now. This show is going to be crazy. And and keep in mind, who put this show together? Dr. Dre and Jay-Z. Yeah, you know, so they're they, 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 they making bank. they making bank. And look, they don't get paid for these performances, but they're making a bunch of money off of it. Of That's course. That's crazy. And probably management fees. Yeah, yeah. Just think about how much money they're going to make. For not getting paid, <laughs> right. you know. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's so the Super Bowl. A lot of people aren't expecting a lot from the Super Bowl game itself, but it could be an exciting game. But you know, people on this side of the world, we don't really have a rooting in, in, interest in it. Of course, everybody want to see the 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 commercials. That's always a big thing, or whatever the case may be. But the halftime show. It probably is going to be hot. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm, I'm, I'm sure. Well, you, you know, like when I first looked at the lineup, one of the things that I was not even curious about, but they, you know, they kind of took it old school because you know usually halftime shows are whoever is hot and popping at the time. And I mean, Kendrick Lamar is probably the newest artist, but you know, when you think of Snoop, now granted, you know, they're all legends and they're right, but um, I'm surprised they took it old school rather than doing something uh you know with artists who are more current yeah yeah well but like i said last year they had the weekend and he was hot at the time yeah i, I don't know do you remember last year's show did you see that yeah yeah i did i watched it yeah 
had to come hard. They they came hard, and just so happened, you got West Coast guys, a West Coast game. <laughs> you can't get any better than that, you know. So you know, so it should. And the fact that Jay Z had enough wear it all to say, "Hey, the game's gonna be on y'all side. Let's get y'all to do the halftime show." You know, so that's what we're gonna do. So. Yeah. And I'm I'm sure since I'm sure since it's West Coast rappers in the West Coast, I'm I'm sure there gonna be some special appearances. Oh yeah, like I can't I can't imagine now. You know, you know, um, Drake built that little empire with Shady and Fifty. I can't Mm -hmm. imagine Fifty won't show up in this thing. I I I just said to myself, I was like, no Fifty. You got Slim Shady. You got you got Kendrick Lamar and no Fifty and Snoop. But you know, I, you know, I almost feel would would Fifty show up, and this is probably his pettiness. Would he show up to something supporting Jay Z? Because you, you know, him and Jay Z got that little beef. I know, I know, so, I know, I know. But I don't but know he about cool. But you know, he was under. You know, he's under Dr. He's under Dr. Yeah, Dre's label, and you know, you know, and him and Slate, you know, them, you know, him Shady and Dr. Dre. You know, that's you know, them boys made a lot of money together. Yeah, you know, so so we'll see what happens. But anyway. Super Bowl this weekend, guys. Who, who you got, Leonard? You got anybody? You make yes, it? Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm gonna go for the underdogs. I'm gonna go for the Bengals, and I'm probably gonna put some money on it too. We'll see. Okay. All right. All right. You know, a lot of people uh, as the week goes on, a lot the Bengals is getting a lot of action, man. A lot of people like the quarterback Joe Burrow. They, he's a cocky guy, and the boy has proven himself. So I, I don't know. I'm still I'm still waiting a little bit to make my pick. You know, I used to be an old school Rams fan back in the day when I was a kid. But um, I don't know that Joe Burrow man for Cincinnati. He has proven time and time again he's hard to beat. He's hard to beat. You know. So we'll see. I may I haven't I haven't. I'll, I'll get some of your money and I'll make a bet too. So we'll go from there. So all right. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> well, here I'll I'll, uh, I'll cash app it to you. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah. You can do that. All right, let's 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 keep it moving. Let's move on to our next topic. Yep. So then, of course, for our, our next topic, um, kind of still sticking on the entertainment route. Of course, people know that uh, Wendy Williams has kind of been on a temporary hiatus from her show because of health issues. And Dave, you're telling me that. Um, to be announced as the new permanent host is Sherry Shepard. That's right. Yeah, they just uh, announced it today. And if you go on social media, it's all over social media now that she's supposed to be tapped as the next host. And she's been the most popular for those that watch Wendy Williams' show. You know, she's had a lot of people to fill in for her during this time. And, um, but Sherry Shepard has consistently had the highest ratings of the show her and believe it or not michael rapper rapaport was has also done very well as far well, as you know ratings, I'm, I'm, but... I'm actually surprised so uh, they 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 didn't like the uh, leah remedy and, and the other white lady yeah they like they like they like leah remedy and so forth uh and her buddy um i always forget her name what's her name i i, I don't know yeah i always her, forget her name but her, it, her buddy but her buddy yeah, her buddy <laughs> yeah but um but um, it, in the order, it's been it's been um, it's it's been Sherry Shepard, Michael Rappaport, and then Leah Remini and her and her buddy. So 
Um, Bevy Smith was also, uh, you know, someone that they were considering as well. But uh, I can see, like, I don't have a problem with Sherry Shepard being the host um, because I feel that Sherry would fill that position pretty well. They're saying that what they're going to do is just play it by ear because they're not sure what's going on with Wendy. Um, I know a lot of talk has been going on over the last week or so about her health and I've even read some things about dementia, you know, and all of that type of stuff. And I, you know, I, I, you never know with with these celebrities because they're only going to let out what they want to let out, yeah, exactly. or whatever the case may be. So, um, I, you know, but they're saying that if Wendy is not showing any signs of improvement uh, by September, that the show would be changed over. To the Sherry Shepard show, if uh, you know, if Sherry is still in place at that time, and so, you know, there's the possibility that we could be seeing the last of the Wendy Williams show. Yeah, and, and I mean, you know, Wendy definitely. Did, did you see the documentary? She definitely has uh, left the yeah. legacy, um, maybe most hated yeah. and, and most loved at the same time. Um, when I was also reading, Wendy, um, Wendy was the. Yeah, so I, I was also reading there, and and this is what what I was looking forward to see, and and I just love to see if it's on this week or when. But uh, uh until March fourth, when Wendy may or may not make a comeback, they said that um Fat Joe and Remy Ma were going to be ho- hosting some segments of uh, the Wendy Williams show. So I, I definitely want to catch yeah, in and that's true, and, and, and see, see what they t- see what they're talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 really a shame because. Wendy was the person that really had you tuned in to that radio. I mean, when yeah. she was on radio and then when she got that TV show and you wanted to see, you wanted to tune in just to see if she was going to be that same person she was right. on the radio, you know, you and that, that, that same B I T C H. Yeah. Yeah. She, she, yeah. She used to give it to some people on the radio, man. I, you know, I, I've heard interviews, especially when she, she was in Philly. People, people refused to do interviews with her because oh, yeah. they thought she was mean, and she talked yep. about them. Um, I've never remember the meltdown that Whitney Houston had with her. No, I don't. Oh, you you got to Google that. Whitney Houston um, went off on Wendy because Wendy was talking about her so bad, and she didn't. She refused to do um, to do the the segment because of Wendy Williams. Oh, wow! And Wendy kind of laughed about it. And so forth. Um, and you said you saw that movie. You saw how, how them girls from Escape was it yep. Escape they were trying to get with her. Yeah. yeah. Uh, total. <laughs> yeah. Total. Yeah. Total. Total. Yep. total. Yeah. They, 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 they already throw hands on her. Yeah, you, you, you her. And, and and even to recap the beginning of the show, I'm sure if she's not able to come back, this is going to affect her mental too. You know, like she's been in such a limelight for so long and. Um, I don't know what her mental, physical, or, you know, her health is, but, you know, I can definitely see that being a trying time when you built something so large and then you're not able to, you know, kind of participate in it anymore. You know, I mean, because it's definitely the ending of a legacy. Wendy Williams has probably been a, yeah. a, a, a TV and radio terror for a long time. Well, think about all the talk shows that are popping up now that are using her format. Yeah. I mean, you know, Nick Cannon, even um, Drew Barrymore, you know, 
a, a lot of these shows are, you know, are popping up because of Wendy Williams having that show, you know? Um, so, you know, you can say what you want about her, but she definitely was a, a trailblazer and she definitely did things her own way. And she definitely kept things hot and spicy. You know what I mean? She really did, you know? Um, and, you know, we didn't even know what T was until we listened to Wendy <laughs> Wins. <laughs> you, know? <Right. laughs> you know, so, you know, so, and just her fact, just her picking fun, talking about people, you know, always insinuating people were gay and all kinds of craziness, yeah. you know, it was, you know, she was just different, you know, so, yeah. um, but I guess we'll be keeping an eye on this story just to see what happens next. So we shall see. So the, the last story and, um, you know, th this, this has gotten a lot of mixed reactions, too. So there is a lady out of, um, I believe, one of the founders of the Memphis Black Lives Matter movement. And she was recently sentenced to six years or six years and one day in jail for basically illegally voting. Um, so some of the backstory, and I'm, I'm trying to bring up the actual information now that they call me sleeping over here. But um, yeah. <clears throat> so basically what happened, uh, it said in 2015, she was charged with a, uh, a misdemeanor. Um, it didn't say exactly what for. Um, because of um, the misdemeanor, um, of course, that put her on probation. Um, and so let's fast forward to, you know, the last election cycle, it said that she, and I mean, it's weird, says that she had or she gave fake documents to the probation people that basically had them give her documents saying she was off probation. So that's why she was under the impression that she was um, able to vote. Now, of course, the, the judge said otherwise, but, you know, what a lot of people are commenting is on, and, you know, Dave, and we even talked about it prior, but, and to me, six years sounds like a lot for trying to vote. And, you know, even after we, we talked just earlier, I was thinking, okay, Dave, tell me this, what happens when you go to the DMV and you try to renew a suspended license? while it's still suspended they well one thing they do <laughs> they they ask you to hand hand you to hand the license to them and they take your license from you right that's right. one thing they do and, and then they make you they tell you what you that you owe fines or whatever the case may be and you have to take care of those things yeah so you know i, I was curious okay like why is the election um process not like that if you're registering to vote and they, you know, do their research and you're not able, it's not legal for whatever reason, fines, you know, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just curious how they can even register people to vote if they, you know, why is that process not happening in advance? And then on the back end, you know, and I'll, I'll let you speak your point, but six years for illegally voting. And, you know, one of the things we're starting to notice now is and, you know, we don't want to throw race into it, but it appears to be a black issue. You know, I feel like the fines are not matching the uh, I'm sorry, the time is not matching, you know, some of these instances. And, you know, it just doesn't make sense. 
And I, I know you talked about your, your January 6th people, so I, I'll let you kind of go in on that <laughs> note as well. Yeah. Uh, we got January 6th people climbing walls and, and doing all kinds of craziness last year, and they didn't get six years. And then here, look, we got a couple of people, some people got a day, some people got a month. I mean, come on now. Uh, and we're talking about this woman who, who the thing is, she wanted to vote. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, this is going back to slavery. Remember when they tried to vote, they wanted to vote and they wouldn't let them vote. And, and, and if they tried to tried to register to vote, they gave them a hard time or threw them in jail because they wasn't supposed to, they said they wasn't supposed to be there. Isn't this repeat, repeating what happened back then? Yeah. I mean, I mean, it definitely you know, seems like voter suppression. Yeah, yeah, and 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 of course, none of this would be a factor if we didn't have that last president that we had that made such a fuss over the last election, and still to this day making a fuss over it because he feels he was cheated out of votes, and he kept saying that certain people have voted multiple times and and all of this kind of stuff. Now, of course, if he won the election, we would have never heard anything about it. Oh, no, you know, not when he all. beat when he beat Hillary, when he beat Hillary, he didn't say anything about the voting process then, did he? He did not. Okay. So, yeah, I, I, I really believe that this, you know, and of course, look where she was, <laughs> you know, where she lives. Right. Memphis. You know, yeah, yeah. And that that's another one of those places. And um, I just think it's I just think it's ridiculous how 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 the rules seem to to be enforced with certain people, but not with others. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, you know, in hearing this made me think of another case, and you may have heard of this case. I don't know all the details, but um, in, I, I remember it was Ohio. There was a lady who um, used somebody else's address so her child, of course it was a Black lady, so her child could go to a school in a better school district. Yeah, hey, she, yeah, yeah, she, yeah, yeah. Um, she was put in jail. She got jail time too, right? Yes. She got jail time too. Then she, and her, yeah. her prison sentence definitely did not match, uh, you know, what we would think would be appropriate for that, if at all. No. And, you know, when I no. think about, Dave, you know how many people I know, and I'm sure you know people who they use at grandma's house, at auntie's house, just so their kids can go to school in a different area. I mean, that, that's I know somebody, that's kind of stand. I know somebody that used a, abandoned house for two years to get their child through the high school through high school they just happened to roll past this in, this uh, house notice that it had been empty it had been sitting empty for a while they wrote their address down said that they lived there mail was being delivered there to a uh, to a mail um box that sits along the um curb there so they could go out they were picking up their mail from them from that box to prove that they, they were given the mail, uh, they gave the school that address and they were getting their address, the school, the letters from the uh, school out of that mailbox. And they, and the child was being picked up up the street from the house on the school and riding the school bus, thinking that they, that child lived in the neighborhood and the mom would just park every day, make sure the kid got on the bus and would come back and pick the kid up 
and so forth. Everything was fine until, and uh, let me say, the mother was black. Yes. <laughs> okay, I'm going to say this. Everything was fine until a neighbor stopped her one day and said, why do you come by here all the time and pick up mail out of that mailbox? And then why do you park here every day? You don't live around here. And questioned her and questioned her until she finally, and this was a, you know, she's a pretty honest person. She just wanted her kid to get to school. Right. She didn't want to have to change it. It was going to, they were going to make the kid go clear across town out of her way. And she was going to lose her job, taking them back and forth to work. I mean, yep. it's cool. So they, she they did know, what she had to do. I, I have a hunch and I, I could be wrong. Tell me if you think I'm right or wrong. The neighbor was a white person. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, it was a white neighborhood. Yeah, definitely a white person. And the guy called the school district. Oh, my goodness. Because he didn't like the, he didn't like the answers that she was given. Called the school district and and because uh, he he one day went and checked the mailbox and found out what her name was. Right. And asked it, you know, and open open her mail to find out what the kid's name was. Isn't that illegal? Yes. It's a federal offense. It's a federal offense. Okay. He opened her mail, found out what the name was, called the school district and said, I think this lady is pretending to live on this street and she does not live on this street. This was like a couple of weeks before school closed. And she had gone, I think the kid had just gone, just graduated. It was right after his graduation. And she was brought into the office and they made a whole big thing out of it and saying that they wasn't going to give the kid his diploma. All of this craziness, man. Wow. And they were going to tell, you know, they made a big deal out of it. All because this guy called the school. You know, they said, you know, she tried to say to, to, she said, well, you know, that guy, he broke the law. He read my mail. They, they ain't care. They never did anything. They didn't, never did of anything course. about it. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but this is, this is where we are, man. This is, this is, you know, it's fun. Unfortunately, the show today has a, we're in Black History Month. But as you can see, we're still dealing with black history. If you feel me. And still dealing with being black. That's what I mean. Yeah. That's exactly what I mean. It's not, you know, who would ever think in the year 2022 that we would still have the issues that we have with race? Yeah, I mean, I don't and, feel like race, race isn't going anywhere. I feel like our kids and their kids, because there's always, I mean, there's always going to be some people who don't care, don't know. Sound like boys in the hood, man. Um, something like that. <laughs> you know, um, you know, it's it's a, it's really a shame because you know when you look at kids like your kids, my kids. You know, I, my kids went to schools that were um, mixed schools, you know. When they're young and they're in classes with those kids, 
other kids. Well, your kids might be a little bit different because of social media nowadays, but my kids, they didn't have that type of pressure. Um, when they're in those classes and they're just sitting in classes, it's no black and white. It wasn't any black and white. They just were kids in the class. But as soon as somebody whispers something in their ear and says, you're not supposed to talk to them or they don't treat you right. That's when the problem came in. We have to, hopefully one day before I'm gone, hopefully before you're gone, that we're in a better place at some point. You know, we've seen a lot of things happen over the last few years. We've had our first black president. We've had, you know, this, it's been a lot of things. We got our first uh, black vice president. You know, so there's there's things changing in the world. But we need more change. And we need it to be progressive. And we need it to be meaningful. And we need it to be important enough that the change matters. That's basically all I have to say about basically everything that we've talked about. <laughs> <laughs> Think about it. Yeah, it all kind of I mean, it I all kind of falls into place. It does. Yeah, so so um you have anything you want to add, sir? No, I'm good to go. All right. Well, we wanna take a moment to say thank you for those that have listened to our show tonight. Um it's good to be back. And, you know, uh, hopefully we won't allow you guys to miss us again <laughs> anytime soon. So, so but um, if you have any thoughts on anything that we shared tonight, feel free to comment about it. We definitely will get back to you. And once again, we want to thank you, as always, for taking a moment to listen to us. Len, you want to add anything? Um, we just hope you this is Black History Month. There's so much black history and culture we should know about. So, you know, hopefully you take the time to do some learning and uh, some reading or some investigating on your own, because everything we talked about today, we realized that most of the information out there is not given to us. We have to go look for it. So um, that's about it. Um, other than that, as Dave said, we thank you for listening to us. Check out News and Trends with Dave and Lynn on all podcast platforms, Facebook, YouTube, and we will see you next time. Tune in next week, ladies and gentlemen, for another edition of News and Trends with your hosts, Dave and Lynn.